0: Hi, my name is Isabella Neal and I'm the Community Engagement Specialist for the Mayor and Council's Office. You may have heard that the United States Bureau of Reclamation declared a Tier 1 Colorado River shortage. Or maybe you didn't. Either way, this announcement did not come as a surprise. In this segment, Chandler City Councilmember Renee Lopez sits down with the Executive Director of the Arizona Municipal Water Users Association to discuss what this means for Chandler, now and going forward. Hello. I'm council member Renee Lopez, and we're here today to talk about water. So there's a recent announcement uh, from the U.S. Federal Bureau of Reclamation that we have now fallen into a tier one shortage on our Colorado River water. So as part of the city responsibilities, one of our primary duties is to deliver clean, safe, and secure water to our citizens. So today I have with me Warren Tenney, from the Arizona Municipal Water Users Association here uh, on, we'll just refer to it as AMWA, uh, (laughs) to get through this faster. Uh, So we're here to talk about water and what this tier one shortage means to us. Thank you, Warren, for coming.
1: Thanks for the opportunity to be here.
0: Thank you. So uh, let's first address the elephant in the room. What does a tier one shortage mean to Arizona?
1: So a tier one shortage means that Arizona is going to be taking less water, a reduction of its Colorado River water, for here in Central Arizona. And it it basically amounts to 30% of what we would normally be taking. And so Arizona, or Central Arizona to be specific, will be receiving 30% less Colorado River water through the Central Arizona Uh, project and that means that it's going to uh, impact primarily agriculture Um, central Arizona agriculture will not be getting uh, water directly from uh, the because of the shortage they are going to receive some mitigation to help them through uh, this difficult time but um, that's where the cut primarily hurts um the rest of us meaning municipalities and also the tribes will continue to receive the same amount of water that we received last year the same amount of colorado river water
0: right and again uh, just to be clear again this distinctions again this tier one shortage that was declared on the colorado river has to do with the water that's delivered through the Central Arizona Project to again, agriculture, municipalities, tribes, I mean there's, there's quite a few people that receive this water. So again it's only affecting um, again that source of water that's coming to, to the state, correct?
1: Right, and that's an important uh, point to, for us to understand mm-hmm. because here in, in the Valley we have been very fortunate to have more than one supply mm-hmm. of water. We have the Salt River Project, that brings water from the Verde and Salt Rivers. We also have the Colorado River water, and then we also have um, reuse that we put to beneficial use, along with our groundwater, which is, I like to say, our ultimate insurance policy for when there's a a real emergency as far as um, drought or shortage.
0: And one thing you mentioned that, um, again, holistic view, we've, we've known this is coming again. We've been in a long-term drought. Um, you know, we live in Arizona. A lot of people do wonder uh, sometimes on you know, why we settled in such an arid land. But again, the purpose behind this was there was already agriculture here again, long, many, many years ago with the tribes, uh, with due to some of the rivers here. Um, and again, some of that water is, is just being redirected and, and again, being utilized uh, differently than it was before. Um, so to that path, now that we've had this development, we've grown here, we understand and inherently our municipalities, our agriculture businesses and such, we understand the importance of the water that we have. So we do treat it with a lot of respect and, and reverence that we, as we should when it is a commodity such here in Arizona. So kind of going on to that next step, when we, when we talk about the, the, the shortage that we're experiencing, that's gonna be declared. Um, let's talk a little bit again on that, uh, the, just the nuances of that detail. So when they declared, uh, the shortage here, when shortage here in August, it doesn't actually get enacted for until January. Correct?
1: That's correct. So the the shortage is based on the shortage declaration is based on the uh, August twenty four month study that the Bureau of Reclamation does. And what so they're, they're looking
0: into the future. How much water are we going to have? For exactly. The future and we're planning ahead.
1: Exactly. Right? And so. It, 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 This might be a good time to just explain a little bit more about that. Again, this shortage is not a surprise on us. It is something that we have planned for, we have prepared for, and more importantly, the river is managed by the Bureau of Reclamation. It is serving seven states, um, and those seven states all have a benefit from this river, and we all understand how important the river is to our state. And therefore, it was recognized back in two thousand, in the two thousand decade, that the river was starting to experience some a severe drought, and the drought has exasperated, um, and has become worse, and so the managers on the river recognized the importance of, if we're gonna protect it, we're gonna need to take some reductions. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Arizona is the state that gets to take the reductions first. And that's because back in 1968, when we agreed with the federal government to um, uh, construct the Central Arizona Project, we agreed to junior priority, meaning well, if there happens to be in the future a shortage mm-hmm. on the river, we'll get cut first. Mm-hmm. And so, this shortage, I like to say, is really more of a, a planned reduction mm-hmm. in order to protect and help manage the river. And so, these studies, it had been agreed that we would use Reclamation's 24 month studies, and that, which they do every month. But that the August one, if it is projecting that in January 1st of the following year that we would that Lake Mead would be below a certain elevation, 1075 to be exact, then that is called a Tier 1 shortage, and that's where we are, and that's why um, effective January uh, 1st, uh, Reclamation will operate the river in that short under a tier one shortage.
0: And you mentioned, again, we're, we've are we planned for this. Again, it's no surprise. We knew this was coming. And we've had these discussions. Uh, if, uh, if our citizens want to go back and look, we've had these discussions previously about the DCP, the Drought Contingency Plan, because all the bay- basin cities, uh, states got together. Uh, we all knew something was possibly going to be coming even earlier. So we have already established plans and contracts to say, okay, when when a tier one shortage does get declared, We can, like you said, uh, conserve water and help make other entities whole through other uh, water swaps and other contracts, correct?
1: Correct. And that's what we did with DCP because we recognized, okay, the conditions are a little more serious than we had originally anticipated. Let's step up. It looks like a tier one shortage is going to happen sooner than what had been planned, and therefore we also need to do these mitigation steps. I think it's also important for uh, everyone to understand how much preparation Chandler and the other Valley cities have done. There has been large investments in the treatment plants, in the infrastructure to move water around. We have different sources of water, so we wanna be able to move those different sources of water around. Um, In addition, technology that we've looked at, um, making sure that we are squeezing out every drop of water that we can, because as you pointed earlier, we understand that we live in an arid state, we have never tried to hide the fact that we live in a desert. And, and so that's where conservation becomes important. It's also important to know that Chandler and all of the other valley cities have in place drought preparedness plans mm-hmm. that um, they can implement uh, when there's a concern about their meeting, their, the, uh, about their water supplies. Um, each one is very individual and so
0: and that's where where you're talking about all those plans again those programs the diversity of water supply um the understanding again of, of uh, I say peaks and valleys or ebbs and flows of the water right um and that builds into a city's uh 100 year uh, assured water supply uh also correct i mean in, in for cities in order to do for development again to be established and as we grow we have to have this 100 year assured water supply for future plan development also, correct? And that all goes into that um, certification.
1: Correct. That's one of the unique things about Arizona um, is that we have in place what is what you refer to the 100-year assured water supply program. That means that each uh, city that if they want to have new development, um, they have to be able to demonstrate that they can support that. And so Chandler and the other major cities here in the valley all have a 100-year a designation of a hundred-year assured water supply and that is why We have been able to develop um, As we have here in Arizona That's the reason we're able to have a thriving economy is because we can give that assurance Is it perfect in all of that? No, we're all working on how to to make sure that all the different scenarios are looked at. But but that is still something unique to Arizona that is difficult to find in other states and um, why um, our citizens should have a lot more confidence in us being able to have our communities uh, thriving here in the desert.
0: Okay, so and again to that point, it's just so all of the development, the massive growth that we have seen, we continue to see. would uh, we the uh, fastest growing counties at four, five, six years in grow. I mean, it's been right. for a long time. We be continue to grow, but again, those businesses and the the people that are moving in, they're coming to cities like Chandler that know that we have this planned out. We have general plans and we have uh, economic development plans, and we have those assurances again through uh, the designation of the 100 year water assured water supply that we have that ability to supply water to those businesses and we have those designations not just a channel but again across the state they everyone needs to make sure we have that so again we're not um, making bets on water that doesn't exist already right
1: right okay right I think it's uh, uh, th- that's correct and um, again that's one of the reasons That Arizona has been able to thrive. I think that's one of the reasons why the cities are so adamant about wanting to protect their water and to protect the 100-Year Assured um, Water Program because they understand that has provided an important foundation Mm -hmm. for us here. It also means that the cities continue to prepare and look. And as you look at the 24-month studies as they come out Mm -hmm. each month, as we look at projections on the Colorado River, the cities all understand that this is serious, Mm -hmm. that the conditions on the Colorado River are probably, well, maybe not even probably, they will worsen before they get better. But all of the water managers whether it be here in Chandler or across the valley, are all recognizing this, and they are making sure that they are being prepared for whatever scenario comes along.
0: And as part of that, again, you talk about all the cities within the state, and again, even all the other basin states are involved in this. Every one of us is different, so, right? Uh, we talk about uh, Chandler and and the other major cities, Phoenix, Tucson, that all receive water supplies here, um, Scottsdale, uh, Gilbert, uh, Glendale, it's 12 that are, that 10, 10, I'm sorry, 10, 10. that do receive water from the CAP uh, Central Arizona project. Um, Do, everyone has a different structure of where they get their water from, like you mentioned, how, how we have instituted our own infrastructure to diversify our water. So when these shortages came out, um, you know, every city has a different response on how you know, this is going to impact each one of us also, correct? I mean, That's due, correct. due to that supply.
1: That's correct. And, and I should clarify, the 10, I'm referring to the AMWA cities. The Amway
0: cities within... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah the, the, the 10 cities, major cities here in the Valley that have, uh, well, been working together since 1969. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, you're right. Um, I mentioned earlier that we are fortunate to have a diverse portfolio of water but each city has a little different um, makeup of mm-hmm. their portfolio. Some have more uh, Colorado River water; others have more Salt River Project water. Um, it all depends on just different right. different reasons,
0: different contracts, different, different contracts. Tiny, again, different way they've built their infrastructure right. to to, the, to again to to supply for their citizens and their business.
1: Right, and so therefore they each prepare according to that portfolio and so uh, the drought preparedness plans that each city is required to have is going to be based on their own portfolio and so for example if uh, one city receives more Colorado River water they may be doing something a little bit different because of the conditions on the Colorado River than a city that happens to have more salt river project water which Fortunately, Arizona has had quite a, a good monsoon. and the, Which helps
0: out that source that of system. water. Yeah. That system.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting when you realize that here in Arizona, we have our own water system in our, our back door, so to speak, up in the north country with the Salt and Verde rivers. Um, and then we have another large supply of water that's coming from all the way up in the Colorado uh, Rockies, Um, that makes its way down through the Colorado River here. So uh, it's important for people to remember that uh, uh, we want to have a wet uh, winter and summer here in Arizona, but we definitely also want to have a wet one up in uh, Uh, Colorado in the Rocky Mountains.
0: Further, further north. Yeah. Yeah. And and for that reason, I I mentioned it because, again, uh, other cities will be relaying out there plans, uh, for shortage plans, and it may be different. And that question, you know, again, for our sister, may come up that, you know, why aren't we treating it with a different seriousness or differently than a other city may have? Because again, it just has to do with that diversity of where water comes from. Right. So again, I kind of wrapping this all back up into, you know, we know we're in an arid state, we know we have uh, different sources of water, and again, we're, we're treating it with seriousness. Um, and again, here in Chandler, we, we uh, aren't really taking too, uh, too much of an impact where we're not having to declare any shortages on the city side. However, it's always good to remember and remind our citizens out there because we do have a lot of people that haven't necessarily grown up here that we still want to make sure we're conserving water. We're being responsible with the water that we're using uh, a lot of tools that AMWA is actually a uh, partner it, with, uh, with landscapers and such. Uh, on some of those programs to help make sure that again, we're not uh, the old proverbial '80s when growing up in the '80s and age myself a little bit of the the ads that came out saying you make sure you turn your faucet off when you're brushing your teeth, right? It saves a it can save a half a gallon a day of water type of thing. So
1: right, right. Um, you, we are fortunate to have a diverse supply of water, but we never have enough to waste. Mm-hmm. And uh, here in the here in the desert. Um, having a conservation ethic is extremely important. And we are and uh, Chandler and the other AmWA cities have worked hard to really develop uh, conservation programs that have tools, uh, information, resources for their residents to take advantage of and to learn more about conservation and to implement those practices. And uh, I can't stress enough that as we are going forward into a future where, yes, there's some uncertainty about the Colorado River, it is important for us to continue to use water as wisely as we can, to be efficient and see if there's ways that we can reduce our consumption.
0: Perfect, well, thank you very much for joining me today, Warren, I appreciate your time Uh, and, you know, Hopefully, uh, when we reconvene again next year, uh, we'll be on the other side.
1: That would be great. Okay. And thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. So, thank you for watching. I'm Councilmember Renee Lopez. And if you want to learn more about water in Chandler or about AMWA, please go to chandleraz.gov, keyword water.